Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. It's time for the word. And I guarantee you they're going to be blessed this week. If it was, if it's going to be anything like what we got as men yesterday from our past, I guarantee you you're going to be blessed. He's fully charged. He's energized. And he's ready to go. But before he comes today, we're going to have something different. Um, we have something different. Um, we've had the ministry of music. Today we're going to be blessed by um, a sister who has been coming here for a while. She's a teenager. Let's say teenagers. Thank God for teenagers. Amen. They're bold. Um, sister Yana is going to come. She's going to give us a spoken word. But the title is Fall Back into Grace. Let's make her welcome. <laughs> Sharing, amen. 
that spoken word with us. And I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward for more. Yeah. Amen. Right, gatherers? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. It takes a lot of boldness to get up here, you know. Hallelujah. But we thank God, amen, for Sister Yana. And I'm, I'm so proud of her because she's, she's graduating this year. Oh. Right? Heard some schools are already giving you, uh, you know, some, 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 I think she got herself to NYU thus far, amen, and some other schools, amen. So let's continue to pray for her, amen, and just believe God to lead her down the path that he has chosen for his child, amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, let's get ready to go into the word of God this morning, amen. I want to get you out of here in good time, amen. If you have your Bibles, I want you to turn to the book of Psalms chapter um, 55. Psalms 55. And I'm just going to ask you to stand for the word of God. It's customary this house. We show respect. Amen. To the Lord by standing and honoring his word. Amen. We don't just stand on the word. We stand for the word. Amen. Hallelujah. Psalms 55 verse 22. Hallelujah. And while you're getting that, I just want to just reiterate some announcements. Amen. Ladies, please um, remember this Mother's Day. We look forward to seeing amen, all the mothers out. Amen. And our very own First Lady, our pastor, our room, will bring forth the word for Mother's Day. Amen. And I know the Lord is brewing something in her spirit. Amen. As well as something in her belly. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But let's get ready for the word of God this morning. Here we give the ring of God's word, Psalm 55, verse 22, a familiar portion of scripture. We're just reading this one verse, and it simply says, Cast your cares on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He would never let the righteous be shaken. I'll say that again. Cast your cares on the Lord, for he will sustain you. He would never let the righteous be shaken. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Father, we come before you this morning and we just thank you for this time as we will break the bread of life. We ask that you would speak to our hearts this morning, Holy Spirit. Father, I realize as the faces differ, so does the needs in this house this morning. But I'm asking you, Holy Spirit, that you will minister life, rhema, a right now word that 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 that, that is on time for each and every believer that's in this place today, Lord. We'll believe in you to give us strength and direction and correct us and put us on the right path that you have for our lives today. Holy Spirit, we just ask that you have full rule and reign over this house. We come against every distraction of the enemy right now. And we thank you that the word of God will go forth with power and might and signs and wonders, wonders following even now. In Jesus' name we thank you and we praise you. Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Amen. The Bible says, cast your cares on the Lord, for he will sustain you. Um, if I had a title for today's message, I would simply call it baggage check. Baggage check. Baggage check. Baggage check. And if I had a subtopic, I would call it hindrances from a sweet 16. We said this is a sweet 16. This is our year. But there are things that can hinder us from this being out here. So baggage check, baggage check, hindrances from a sweet 16.
We just read in the word of God that, that, that God wants us to cast our burdens, our concerns, our anxiety, our fears, our issues on him. Why? Because he will sustain us. When life begins to, to, to get so overwhelming, we can go to the Lord, the one who can rightly strengthen us and give us the direction that we so need in this life. In the book of Psalms 109, verse 22, 26, and 31, it says, For I am poor and needy, and my heart is wounded within me. It says, Help me, O my Lord, my God. Save me in accordance with your love. And I love what it says, For the Lord stands at the right hand of the needy one to save his life from those who condemn him. We have to realize that there are issues, there, there, there are problems, there are situations that we face in our life. But even in the midst of it all, God can sustain us. He can cover us. He can strengthen us. He can give us the very things that we need to sustain us. Even in the wonderful poem that Yana was just sharing during her time of, of, of just speaking the word, we, 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 we hear and we feel like we're in that darkness. We, we, we feel like, Lord, if this is my year, then why aren't things happening for me? Why aren't things changing? It just feels like it was just last year. 2015 felt the same way, and 2014 surely felt the same way, and I'm in 2016, and now the pastor said it's May 1st, and it still feels the same way. You know, and, 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 we, and, we, and, and, and we go through these things, but sometimes before we move forward, we have to deal with who we currently are, and we also have to deal with what's behind us, right? Because sometimes we cannot move forward because there are things that are holding us back from moving forward, amen? And so, you know, I'm going to say a saying, and, 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 and for my fellas, I, I don't mean it in this way, but some of us have a lot of junk in the trunk. Amen. And I mean that with all respect. We, we have a lot of junk that we're carrying with us throughout this life. There are just so many things that will come with us. And we're saying that God has such a great future. I know the plans that I have for you. Come on, we can say the scripture. We can prophesy to ourselves. I'm going to open doors. I'm going to bless you. And I'm going to multiply. We can say, oh, we know it. We know the words that God has spoken to us. But yet, how come we're pleading, but we're not possessing? Because we're always pleading, pleading the promises, pleading the promises. But there's still no, 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 no possessing of the thing that, that, that God has for us. Could it be there's something weighing you down? Could it be there's some junk that you have not acknowledged in your trunk? Could it be there's some baggage, there's some things that are holding you back? I want you to watch this video quickly, and we'll continue our talk. Baggage. For as long as we've had stuff, we found ways to bring it along. Baggage started off big, but it got smaller, portable. Now one person can carry more than ever. Important stuff like clothes, toiletries, fancy little dogs, you know, necessities. But what's amazing is how much stuff we drag around that we don't need and don't like. Things that trip us up, wear us out, and box us in. Stuff like anger. What is wrong with you? 
addiction, overeating, and overspending. It was amazing. They had such great sales. I couldn't believe it. We carry around past relationships. I don't know what I ever saw in you. I don't even dress well. Gosh. Worry, unforgiveness, and selfishness. I think that's a great idea, don't you? I love it. It makes us ask questions like, why did I do that? Or how did I get here? And what is wrong with me? Because this stuff is heavy. It's bulky. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It makes everything in life harder, especially relationships. You might not know where it came from or how you got it, but there's only one way to deal with baggage. Throw it down. Drop it. Just let go. Sounds easy, but it's not. You carry something long enough, it feels like a part of you. You walk away, but a minute later, it's back in your hand. Baggage is tricky like that. You gotta keep dropping, keep throwing, keep letting go, so you can take hold of something better. God's best for your life. And for that, you're gonna need both hands. We run fastest, love fullest, and live lightest when we let go. Of the baggage. Some of you look, um, spiritually speaking, amen. Um, yeah, this is us. Some of you came to church like this this morning. You didn't realize it. That's why it took you so long to get here. Um, because, um, yeah, <sighs> coming to worship, yeah. That's how some of us look. Yep. I know you. I know we look good on the outside. I know you put makeup on it. You put a nice dress on it, amen. But spiritually, emotionally, this is how um, some of you look um, this morning, and you're saying, "Lord, my sweet sixteen is yet ahead of me. There are great things that God has in store for me." But how can you even grab hold to the things that God has in store for you when you have not let go of the baggage? Um, that you currently have. Baggage. 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 These are the things. The, see, the, 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 these are the things that, you know, from your childhood, when it made fun of you, you you're carrying that memory. You know, um, this is for, you know, when you, when you gave yourself up to that person that you thought who loved you, but he was actually playing you because he was a side chick. Um, that was the teenage pregnancy rape that you carried. That was the abortion, but you say you'll never do that again, but it happened again. And then, you know, this one was, you know, when you went to school, but you didn't do well in school, so everybody labeled you and it said you were dumb, was going to make it out, you know, too much. And then this big one back here was your mama telling you that you look like your father and that he ain't nothing and you ain't um, going to, you know, be nothing. And so you, you, you're just carrying this. And, you know, it, it's, your baggage has different names. You know, some of your baggage look good. It's designer, you know. Like, you know, I, I, we, we have a leather bag here. This is, ooh, this is, this is a nice one. What's this one called? This is fossil. 
like a $500 baggage right here. It's expensive. It costs you a lot for this one. But you're still carrying that. You know, and you got some cheap stuff. You know, you got the, the little cheap stuff, you know, little petty stuff, little petty arguments, little things that you're holding on to that, you know, you said you were over, but you really weren't over, but it's, it's, it's in there. It's, it's still in there. You know, your girlfriend who hurt you, you know, and you said, we cool, it's okay, it's okay. But it's, it's still, it's, it's, it's. still in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's still in there. And then, you know, you have little compartments to your baggage. So you, you have the big stuff, but then it's the small stuff that no one else can see. It's the, it's the struggles and the secrets and the hidden compartments that only you and God know about. But, you know, you're, you're carrying that stuff, you know, with you. It's, it's really heavy. I don't really know how you can carry this stuff like this all the time. And, you know, you have to be brave and strong. And some of this baggage is not even yours. You allow other people to throw their baggage on you. And so you, you're carrying stuff that don't even really belong to you. But your mother threw that on you because she had issues, you know. So now she threw her issues on you. So now you got that, 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 that one baggage. Back, we're, we're carrying stuff. We're carrying stuff that don't belong to us. This, this, this is how we look spiritually. This is how we look emotionally. The, 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 these are the soul ties. These are the things that we have locked our people, we have locked ourselves to. And even though they're long out of our lives, they're still in our lives. Even though you broke up with him, he's still in you. Even though, even though that was your first love and you're over her, you were somebody else now. You might be married now, but she's still hanging around your neck. Because we have baggage. We have things that we are, we are carrying. And this is really the heart of my message. In order for us to experience the sweet 16 that God has for us, we have to lay aside the weight. We have to cast out burdens, our issues, our cares. These are cares. This is not like stuff. We, we cannot act like this stuff can just even be dropped in one day. It is a process. Some of this baggage has left an imprint. There's an imprint on his neck back here. You can't even see from, from the strap. So there's some, there's some impressions that are still left there. There's some scars and some scratches that, 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 that are still left there because of the baggage. Huh. You know, there, there, there's, there's some things from gripping it so tight. There, there, there's, there, there, there's some wrinkles and crinkles in his hands because he's been holding it that way for so long. It has become a crutch. Some of us use our baggage as a crutch to hold us. And then we wonder why we're not seeing the promises. We're pleading promises. We're pleading, Lord, you said this is my sweet 16. I'm, a, I'm walking around the altar. I'm walking around the church. This is my year, but... You have all this stuff. It's kind of hard to, to receive the blessings of God when you have the cares of your life. It's kind of hard to live the abundant life when it looks like this. And this is how some, some of us look today. You know, we're all beyond. We all have been at this place. And, and like the video just said, you could easily throw it down, but easily just pick it back up. Easily just pick it back up. Um, would you just leave your baggage just up here, just as a representation? I hope we can get you free today. You need it, brother. 
gonna get you free today. Let me help you. Sometimes you gotta help people lay their baggage down. You know what I'm saying? Back here. You feel better since you laid your burdens down. Burdens down, Lord. Burdens down. That's a big one, brother. Why don't you be carrying that one? Lord Jesus. Probably hold on to that little stuff. You gotta let that little stuff go too. <laughs> Come on, give it up for Elder Olu. I think this speaks for itself. Oh, where we are, where we're facing, what we're facing today. God wants us to let go of the baggage. This baggage that, that, that that's that's here is symbolic of what you've been facing. It's symbolic of what's been going on on the inside of you. You've been wondering, Lord, how come I can make some advancement, but yet I feel like I'm retreating back and defaulting back to the things of my past because there's some baggage. There's some things there that God wants to deal with. And you cannot walk into your future unless you let go of your past. Now, you know, some of this stuff is touchy. Some stuff you can easily let go. I can throw that one down. But there's some stuff that's been with you. You don't know how to even live without it. because You don't even remember how long you had it for, but you know it's been with you for a long time. These are the things that God wants to deal with. And again, it's not something that's easy to be dealt with. But God wants to deal with it. He wants you to cast the cares of these baggage, of these issues, onto him. We have to let go of the baggage. Today's baggage check. Think of me as, as, as your airport assistant. And think of this as the baggage check, not claim, check. Okay, we're not claiming baggage, we're, we're checking baggage, amen. And that's what Christ does. He says, come and check your bags. Come and get rid of your, your burdens, your, your baggage. Come and get rid of the things that are holding you back, the things that keep you up and not the things that cause you to be depressed, the things that cause you to, to, to not walk, the things that cause you to constantly stumble, those habits, those issues, the things that you said you're not going to do again, but you keep going through it. Those are the things that God wants you to check this morning. I, I wish I had a witness in the house. I know it might be kind of personal. I know it might be kind of up in your face this morning. But if you want a sweet 16, if you want the blessings of the Lord this year, you got to be willing to let some stuff go. Tap your neighbor and say, let it go, baby. Let it go. Let it go. You got to let some stuff go. You got to let some stuff go if you want the promise of God in your life. There's three points that I just want to leave here because these are the hindrances that, that stop us from maintaining the, the blessing. You can't receive nothing if you already got stuff in your hands. You can't receive nothing. I'm waiting for my blessing, girl. Brother, you know I'm waiting for my blessing to come in. How can you wait for your blessing to come in? You're not even prepared for the blessing. Because you got this on your shoulder. And you're just walking around. With this stuff. Carrying it. How can you receive God's blessing like this? You just got one hand free. How, how, how can you receive God's blessing like this? Sweet 16. No, it's going to be sour for you. Because you got all this baggage. You got to let this stuff go. You got to let this stuff go. 
So what are we letting go this morning? What are we letting go? Okay. First of all, you have to ask God. This, this is my first point. You have to ask God, God, help me renew my mind with truth. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of stuff is just lies. Just lies we, 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 we thought was truth. But then when the truth of God came into our lives, we realized that this stuff was a lie. We have to renew our minds with God's truth. Romans 12 2 says, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by what? The renewing of your mind. You have to change the way you think. If you want God's blessings this year, you have to change the way you think. You have to change the way you process. You have to change the way you look at life. If you always look at life with a cup half empty, you will never see the fullness of God. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 20 to 23, you were taught, put off the old self. What is the old self? This is your old self. This is your past. You've got to put this stuff off you. If you want the new stuff, you got to get rid of the old stuff. See, some of you are hoarders in the spirit. And you want the new stuff, but you want to pack the new stuff with the old stuff. you got to stop hoarding. Are you sure that's your hoarders? And stuff you can't even get into the house because it's nothing but junk and junk. That's how some of you look in your heart. You're hoarding. Hey, you want the blessing. There's no room for God to do anything. You are taught to put off the old stuff. You have to drop it. You have to let it go. You have to get free of the baggage. Put off your old self. Which is, and the Bible says, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires. This stuff is deceitful. Baby, this stuff is deceptive. The devil will make you think that it's alright to carry this stuff and you can have God's promises too. That's not true. God is trying to open up somebody's eyes this morning to let you see. You have to let this past go. You have to let your past go. You have to let these burdens go so you can receive the better that God has for you. You cannot have it both ways. You cannot have it both ways. The Bible says, be made new, and here we go again, in the attitude of your minds. Some of, some of us have stinking thinking. Our, our thinking is stinky. We have stinky thinking. That's always negative. Because that's all we know was negative. Mama was negative. Grandpa was negative. Daddy was negative. Your, your child is negative because you're negative. Everybody's negative. Not positive, not seeing anything. All oh, the worst is going to happen. Oh, you know what happened to your mother, so you know it's going to happen to you. Oh, you know, in our family, you know, we don't got no luck in our family. You know, it's just going to, you know, just buckle in. That's, that's it. It's over. And we just live in this negative mindset. We look in the mirror, we lie to ourselves. Your nose is big. Your blood is this. This is that. Look at this shape. Look at this. Look at that. Look at that. Just lie. You're fearfully, wonderfully made. If God didn't want you to have a badookadook, you don't have one. It's okay. Getting butt implants and dying. <laughs> Looking more deformed and more worse. People changing the color of their skin, changing their nose and their eyes and all that. For what? Just enjoy the way God made you. You have to love yourself. But you got to renew your mindset. So the question I have, first question I have for you, what wrong mindsets do you need that need to be renewed in your life today? What wrong mindset needs to be renewed today in your, in your life? 
What are the mindsets? What are the things that God needs to renew in you today? You know where they are. You don't have to mention them. You know them. Write them down. Rehearse them in your heart. Make a note on your cell phone. But what are the areas? What is this thinking thinking that God needs to change and transform in your mind today? Some of the things that God is after. You want your sweet 16, you got to drop the baggage. You, 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 you got to drop it like it's hot. You, you, you got to let it go. Okay, it's a hot potato. You got to let it go. But the longer you carry hold this stuff, you're slowing down your process. You're slowing down your progression. And you're getting mad at God because, God, you said this was going to happen. You said this was my year. You said 2015 was my year. And what happened? And God said, you won't have this, but this, this is what happened. This is, this, this is what happened. This is what happened. You know what happened? You're getting mad at me, but this is what you had around all of 2015. This is how you looked all of 2015. You said it was my gift to possess and take territory, but this is how you look. 2015. How could I bless you? You wasn't in a place to even receive what I had for you. The Holy Ghost is warning us this morning. May 1st, 2016. You want the promise? You got to let go. You got to let some of this stuff go. You got to let some of this stuff. You can't hold on to this stuff moving forward. This stuff will kill you and lead you to her early grave. Second point. God, help me restore what was lost. Help me restore what was lost. You see, by you carrying all this baggage, you lost some stuff. Because you were supposed to already be in a certain place. You were always supposed to have that job, have that degree, be married, have those kids. You were always supposed to be in that place. But because you had so much access, so much junk in your trunk, you lost some seasons in your life. You lost your season of productivity. You lost your season of progression. But I'm here to declare to you this morning, if you will allow the Lord to take these burdens from your life, He will restore what has been lost. Amen. The book of Psalms 71 chapter 20, verse 20 says, Though you have made me see trouble, many and bitter, he went through. He said, you will restore my life again. From the depths of the earth, you will again bring me up. The God that we serve will bring you up. He will restore you. He will bring you from that low place. He will bring you from that thing that you have lost, those seasons that you have lost. He will redeem the time for his name's sake because he is a faithful God. Jeremiah 30 verse 17 says, But I will restore to you health and heal your wounds, declares the Lord. You might have some wounds because of this package, but I'm here to declare that God is going to heal some wounds this morning. He wants to heal you from the uttermost to the guttermost. He wants to transform you. He wants to revolutionize your life. He wants to transition you. He wants to do great things in you. He will restore what has has been taken. About to restore the years that the locusts and the caterpillar, the canker worm, have taken away. God will restore to you some years. But you might say, well, Pastor, I'm 40. And you know, there's some things I wanted when I was 30. I'm here to declare to you, it's not too late in God. 
It's not too late in God. I don't care if you're 50. It's not too late in God. When you're in Christ, he will redeem the time. He will make the tables turn in your favor. Oh, yes, he will. That's why we call it a sweet 16. He will take your bitter and make it sweet. He will turn around for your good. He will cause this year to be the best year you have ever seen yet. The best is yet to come. question I have for you, what, what does God want to restore in your life today? What does God want to restore? It's not too late. What does God want to restore in your, in, in your life today? You need, to, you, need, you need to probably, you need to model, you need to write it down. What, what areas are you needing God to restore in you today? There's some things that he wants to do. What area does he need to restore? Because let me tell you something. He can redeem the time. You might say, Pastor, but I'm too far. It's too late. It's not too late. The devil is a liar. Drop that deceitfulness. is deceiving your mind. It is a lie from the pit of hell. It's not too late. Tell your neighbor it's not too late. It's not too late. Come on, tell your neighbor it's not too late. Come on, look them in the eyes. It's not too late. It's not too late. It's not too late. You can have what God promised you. You just gotta drop it. You just got you got you got to check this package. You gotta check this stuff. You gotta you gotta check it. You, you you have to check it and forget it. You have to leave it behind you. This is this is not a part of your future. This baggage is not a part of your destiny. This is not written into your story. It doesn't end like this. We're just in the middle of a book, and God says He has a glorious future for you. If you just let this stuff go. You will see the promise that I have for you. We have to let go of the baggage. Let go of that junk. Yeah, one, God, help me renew my mind with truth. Two, God, help me restore what's lost. And finally, and this is a hard one, but I have to go here today. I have to go here today. I said, Lord, is there any other way? He said, you have to go here, son. So here, here I, I got to go here today. God, help me release my offender. me release my offender. There's sometimes people who mean us well, but they wound us. They hurt us. You know, sometimes you, you can share with people your dream, your goals, and you expect them to be excited with you and partner with you, and you get totally opposite. You sure you want to do that? You sure you, you want to do that? You, you sure want God brings a, 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 a special someone in your life. You sure you want to be with him? You sure you want to be with her? No real reason. They're just upset because they're still single. You tell your parents, this is this, this is my dream, this is where I'm going. No, you gotta be this, you gotta be that. You ain't gonna make no money doing that. No, you ain't going, no, no, no. You got to be a doctor or a lawyer. That's it. There's no other way. You want to be an artist? Today, don't make no money. That's what you want to do? You want to be a nurse now? Well, how about a doctor? You want to go into acting? There's no real money in that. I didn't raise you to, to do that, to you to private school to do that. 
Take your wife something. Honey, I really feel God wants to do that. I don't know if God wants you to do that. No, you ain't going to do that. No, God, this how. I didn't marry that. I married a man who's going to be exquisite. Who's going somewhere. You ain't going nowhere with that. That's how my spouse is going with us, you know. Baggage. Offenses. Light offenses. And real deep ones. That we carry. That we say we let go. But we really haven't let go of it. It still bothers us. How past, how past, how do you know if, 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 you, if you truly let it go? If you truly let it go, when you talk about it, you don't feel anything. Not because you're numb to it. It's because you got over it. So when you talk about it, think about it, you start feeling something emotionally, you still hurt. You don't let it go. You start talking about it, you get, you get irritated, you get frustrated, or you feel emotional all of a sudden, or, 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 or you feel defensive. Oh, yeah, 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 you didn't let it go. That's how you know it's still there. That's how you know you have not released it. Sometimes we get offended by God because he didn't do what he, was, what he said he was going to do. When we, where he said, where we, because we, we, we already have, and I mind how we think God gonna, is going to do certain things in our lives. But when he doesn't move the way we want him to move, then we get frustrated with this. So we're offended. We're angry with God. Offenses. Offenses. The Bible says in Colossians chapter 3, verse 13, Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. Forgive as the Lord Forgave you. Our sin grieved God. But yet he forgave us. Even after you came to him. And confessed him as your Lord and said. You still sinned. You still messed up. And he should even cut you off even more. Than now that he forgave you. You went and did it again. But yet his grace covers. His mercy is extended to you. That same type of mercy, that same type of grace that God has given us because he understands us, he bears our burdens, that's the same type of grace he wants us to give to those who offended us. It's not easy. Especially when you have haters. Especially when you have frenemies. Because some of you, it's not about haters. You got frenemies. They smile. Hey, girl, how you doing? Hey, brother, what's going on, man? How you doing? And they're just sizing you up. Because they want to see if they can repair their life to you. Oh, no, I'm doing better. He do. Okay. All right. See you later, bro. Go ahead. Have a good day. Frenemies. We used to call them back in the day fake friends, right? Fake friends. Want to be, but not no real friends. Those are friends when something go wrong, you know. I was going to call you. You was on my mind. I know I, I, know I got to get over and visit you guys soon. And you're like, yeah, whatever, stop lying. <laughs> but you wouldn't tell them that to their face, so you just bear with it. Friend of me, fake friends. You know, we have that in the church, you know. I'm praying for your brother. God bless your sister. And we don't all, see, we just, we just put the Christian stuff on it, but it's still the same spirit. Still the same thing. But God wants us to release our offender today. That one who wronged you. And you know the truth about it is sometimes we don't realize that we're carrying offenses. 
You don't realize that you've been walking around with this one. You don't even know what this one is anymore. It's been so many years. But this is something that happened to you was five years old. But just because, because you know, they, they, they didn't let you play. You know, we, we, we use a child at, 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 on the monkey bar. So, you know, it, 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 was, it was seven people. They needed two teams. And so you were the seventh one. So you became the third wheel. So you had to sit up while everybody played tag. And, and you were not it. You see? You see? But you're still carrying that. That rejection is still very real to you. And so what happens is this rejection has grown with you over the years. So now that you're in a relationship, you're expecting the person you're in a relationship with to reject you and to leave you. That's why some of you are real clinging in your relationships. Wow. Because you've been rejected when you was young. And so you expect every, you think everybody is going to reject you and, and leave you. Mm. Because you got rejected when you, was, you were young. It, the baggage grew with you. It grew with you. So you have trust issues because your father let you down. So now you think everybody's going to let you down. You know what no one to do for you? You do for yourself. Because you see your mother struggle trying to raise so many kids. And so you think, that ain't going to be me. And you mad. God bless you with a husband. You still, you act up. I'll, I'll just raise them by myself, just like my mama did. Because you're carrying stuff. Right here. It's with you. Even though you brought it to church with you this morning. And right here. Right here. Right here. Right here. Some of you can't keep a job. Because you're not disciplined. Because you told it was still something different about you when you were young. So you can't focus. So everything you get, you after a while, well, I can't focus anyway. They say there's something wrong with me. And so I, I, I don't care. I just give up. I just, I, I just can't keep nothing. It's a stigma. It's a spirit that's been spoken over you. It's a spirit of arrested development. It's not caused you to develop. Become the person that God has called you to be. Are you hearing me this morning? These are the things that prevent us from experiencing our sweet 16. What we've been prophetically declaring. These are the things that God needs to deal with. See, this thing we don't want to talk about, especially about the church. This thing don't make us shout. This don't make me speak in tongues. This doesn't make me fall out. This doesn't bring joy to me when I think about this stuff. But this is the things that God wants us to, to, to deal with. He, he wants us to bring these things to the altar. Amen. I was so too passed out for this week. You know, we have our, 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 our spiritual talks. And we were talking about the altar and what the altar represents. And the Holy Spirit just dropped this, this statement in my spirit. He said, the altar is not a pretty place. the altar every Sunday, you know, you get charged by the word and you have the altar, yes Lord, take it from me, raise your hand, surrender to God, and, and we, we have that, that, that moment. But the altar is a place of sacrifice. If you understand anything about the altar of, of, of the Old Testament, it was a bloody place. Animals were slain, were sacrificed. Come on now, the priests who worked in the temple were all bloody up from taking and chopping up necks and cutting throats and all that type of stuff. Cutting fat and ripping apart the animals for the Lord. Yeah. That's why everyone who would be in ministry, I'll let you know, it's messy. Don't think because I got a nice suit up here, oh, it must be fun to be a pastor. Oh, no, 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 no. When you deal with people's lives, it's messy. Yeah. You say, oh, 
what? It took a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. And some of the blood is not my own blood. How about that? It's a lot of work. The altar is not a pretty place. God needs you to sacrifice this stuff. He needs you to give this stuff to him. The altar is a place of encounter. It's a place of forgiveness. It's a place of worship. It's a place of covenant and it's a place of intercession. That's what the altar represents. When you come to God in his temple, these are the things that you need to give to him because you cannot carry this stuff. Always say, Lord, please don't let us leave the same way we came in Jesus' name. And sometimes people say, oh, that's just a nice little cliche. You say, Pastor, like God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. No, 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 no. I genuinely mean that with all my heart. Please don't let us leave bound up, depressed, in the same mindset we came. Let us leave transformed, renewed, empowered by your spirit, God. And I'm saying to you, someone today, God is speaking. I did not know this was going to be my message. I didn't know it was going to go like this. But God did. God only knew that Yana was going to, going, to, going to set the stage. Talking about being in a dark place. <laughs> that Elder Ola was going to talk, you know, about, yes, I want the blessing, but what is God doing right now? God was already setting you up this morning. Give thanks with a grateful heart because he's giving Jesus Christ. He was already setting us up by, but when we begin to say because of who you are, not because of what you've done, I give you glory. If you hear the progression of the Holy Spirit, I didn't know what Songs of Worship T was saying. I didn't know exactly what her poem sounded like. I didn't know exactly what he was going to say. We don't call each other and call on the phone. Why are you going to say, okay, I'm going to tie this into what you're going to say. And then when you come and sing that song, I'm doing like this. They'll be like, woo, you knew. Oh my God. No, it doesn't work like that. It's the Holy Spirit speaking to you this morning. Because he said, if you want your sweet 16, if you want your year of blessing, you got to let this stuff go. You have to put this stuff on the altar today. Today. And here's the thing. It starts today, but it's a day-by-day process. Amen. Because just as quick as you threw it down, and just as quick you can easily just pick it back up again and not even realize it. You have to constantly check yourself. I used to say back in the 90s, before you wreck yourself. You gotta check yourself before you wreck yourself. Every day. That's why before we do communion, look, I take communion dirty. And I'm the pastor. You think, oh, you don't think God will strike people dead anymore? Oh, you think you think it's that much grace? That God that will not call you home real early, huh? Oh, you think you can get you can just get by yet another Sunday and play with God? You keep doing that. You let me know how that works. You'll be in the same place in a worse place next year sometime. Somebody has to help me. We can't keep playing with God. If we want what God has for us, then we have to do what God has said to do. There are requirements that we have to meet in God. And if you want to receive a blessing, you've got to let the past go. You cannot have it your way. This is not Burger King. I take a little grace and a little mercy and I have a little backdoor sin every now and then and I have a little side chick over here every now and then and we'll just make it. It don't work like that. Holiness is still right. Amen. Praise God. 
But I just do it. Just ask the Lord to forgive me. That you are prostituting his grace. Mm. You don't truly understand what the price that he paid for your sin. For your burdens. I love the song that says, at the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light and the burdens of my heart. Roll away. If you're still carrying this stuff, you, don't really, you have not really seen the cross. You might see it from a side angle, but you have not really stood in front of the cross. Because when you stand in front of the cross, when you truly understand what Christ did for you, when you truly understand the sacrifice that he made for you, this stuff just begins to fly off you. Because you say, God, I don't want this. I want what you have for me. How far has this junk got me? Has that gotten me that far in my life? It set me back. It's given me a flat tire on the road of life. And I'm sick and tired of being stuck on the roadside. I want to go somewhere. I want to progress. I want to go towards my destiny. I want to go towards the dream. I want to go towards the vision that God has for me. Enough for me allowing everybody else to pass me by. But this is my time. This is my season. And if I have to let this stuff go, God help me to let it go. says in 1 Peter, and I'm closing. 1 Peter 5. It says, in verse 5, 1 Peter 5, says in the same way, um, you who are younger, he's not, this, this is the apostle Peter speaking to the church, he's closing out the church, he's speaking to the elders and the pastors of the church as he's closing out 1 Peter 5. And he said, in the same way, you who are younger, not just on my younger in age, but on my younger in spirit. He says, submit yourselves to your elders. The elders will be the leaders of the church. He said, when you come to Christ, you got to submit yourself. we got too many renegades in the church. Pop it up on Sunday. But we don't know how you live. We don't know what's going on with you. He said, all oh, you clothe yourself with humility towards one another. Because God opposes the proud, but shows grace to the humble. See, some of you, some of you are going to walk just the way. Well, the only one thing you're going to walk right out here today because you're too prideful. You don't want no one to see you, and you're going to still be bound up. Some of the devil's lying to you right now, you don't have to go up there. You can do that in your house tonight, the devil's a liar. This is your moment. Why miss it? If you're hurting, why, why leave in this healing for you right here? Why truck all this way to church and still leave broke, busted, and disgusted? You're missing your moment. You're missing your, your blessing. Humble yourselves therefore under God's mighty hand that he might lift you up in due time. See, some of you got to go low. You got to humble yourself. Before God. They say, God, um, whatever you've done, Lord, I'm sorry for this stuff. I'm sorry for carrying this stuff. But now I want to be free. I want to be free. And the Bible says, God himself, he will raise you back up again. And it says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Jesus cares for you this morning. 
And it says, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. You know, many times we read this scripture, but we don't read it in its whole context. We just say, cast your cares in the Lord, he cares for you. We say, be alert, for the devil is roaring out. But, but read it in its context. Cast your cares on him. Why am I casting my cares on him? Because the devil is busy, y'all.
right now. Shot Mando Help us to come against those lies right now. We bind the deceit of the enemy. We bind every spirit of deception right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I break it off you right now. In the name of Jesus. Every spirit of deception, I break it off this church. I break it off this ministry right now in the name of Jesus. I bind you right now from the altar to the door. I bind you from the wall to the next wall. I bind you from the fibers of this place. You must leave now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we declare our mind will be renewed today. We will not believe the lies of the devil today, but we will walk in the truth of God's word today. Father God, help us to restore what was lost. God, because we've been holding on to some of this stuff for years, God. Oh God, we have missed seasons of progression, seasons of success. Seasons of great, oh God, blessing, oh God. God, years have gone by for some. Oh God, but you said it's not too late. I will restore the years. I will restore the years. I hear the Holy Ghost saying, I will restore the years, my daughter. I will restore the years, my son. I will restore the years that the devil tried to take from you. I am the God of all flesh and I will restore you. I will bring healing to your wounds. I will restore you. I will heal your wounds. I will restore your life again. For I am your God. Father, help restore what was lost. God, our final prayer this morning is help us. This is hard for someone today, but help us to release our offender. God, help us to let them out the prison of our hearts. Help us to let it go, God. I want the blessing, God, but God, I got people in the prison of my heart. Help me to let it go, God. Help me to let the molestation go. Help me We're releasing, we're releasing people and organizations. We're releasing. 
release it, Father. We release it, Father. Who do you need to forgive? Give them to Jesus now. Say in your heart, Lord, I release this. Name it. You know what it is. I release this person. I release this circumstance. I release this situation. I release. I release. I give them to you. I give. I, I lock the prison of my heart. Me holding them, they ain't hurting them anyway. Me looking, me mad at them, I ain't doing nothing for them anyway. I release. It will not stop my progression. It will not stop my blessing. It will not stop and hinder my sweet sixteen. I release, I release, I cast my cares on you. On this altar today, God, we lay it down. Daddy's words are falling right now. Mama's words are falling. Lord, do some deep healing in this place right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now, right now, right now, right now, I speak healing, healing, you will walk in your purpose, you will walk in your destiny, you will walk in your purpose, you will walk in your destiny, keep on seeking and you shall find, keep on seeking and you shall find, keep on seeking and you shall find, and the door shall be open for you. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, God. Come on, pastors, help me pray for these men and women of God. In the name of Jesus, oh, we close every baggage. We check it right now. We give it to you. And I pray for restoration in the name of Jesus. Restoration in the name of Jesus. Restoration in the name of Jesus. All the years that have been taken, the lies and the seat of the enemy, we break it over your life right now. In the name of Jesus. Going back 
the school, you're going to excel. It's never too late. It's never too late in him. It's never too late in him. It's never too late. Restore. Restoration. In our bank accounts. Restoration. The things that have been stolen. The things that have been held up. The things that have lingered for a while and she's been waiting for it to shift. God, as she gives this to you today, God, Lord, we release the hurt. We release the offense. We release the worry. We release the pain. We give it to you. 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 We give it to you right now. That she will see her sweet 16. She will see her blessing. She will see her breakthrough. She will see the promise of God. She will not just plead, but she will possess in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. just to worship him. Those on this altar just worship him. Worship attracts the presence of God. He's coming right now. He's already here. But he's coming right now to you. The Spirit of God is coming to you right where you are right now. He said he himself, he himself, he himself will restore. He himself will make strong. He himself will cause you to be firm and to be steadfast and to be unmovable. In the name of Jesus, he himself, he himself, he himself, hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, I bless you. I bless you. I bless you. I bless you, Father. I bless you for this new season. I bless you for this new day. I bless you that your anointing right now is moving. Your presence is moving right now. And I'm opening up my heart to receive. I'm letting go of the baggage. I'm letting go of the deceit. I'm letting go of the pain. I'm letting go. I'm letting go. I'm letting go. I'm letting go. I'm letting it 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 go. I'm not going back to my secret. God, I'm not leaving here to take it from me. Take it from me, Jesus. Take the burden off my heart. Help me to see the cross. At the cross. At the cross. Where I first saw the light. God, I want to see some light in my darkness. I want to see the light in my darkness. I want the burden of my heart to roll away. Father, I thank you. Also, just lift your hands up high. Just lift your hands up high. Just begin to worship Him. Come on. I sense Him here. I sense His tangible presence. Come on, open up your heart. Open up your heart. Open up your heart. Come on, come on, open up your heart. Forget who's around you. Open up your heart. Open
Come on, release yourself into it. Release yourself into your breakthrough. Release yourself into your breakthrough. Release yourself. I'm not going back to my seat the same. I mean business with you, God. I mean business with you, God. I mean business with you, God. I need you to come into my life. I need you to come into my circumstance. I need you to help me, Lord. I need you to help me to raise these kids, God. I need you to help me to find the right job, God. I need you to show what my purpose is, God. I need you to show you what my debt. I need you, God. I need a real God for real problems. Huh. I need a real God for real problems. I need you, God. I need you, God. The altar is a place of memorial. This is our memorial. It shifted this day, May 1st, 2016. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. The chains are broken. 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 May 1st. Sunday, May 1st, 2016. My chains are broken. My chains are broken. My burden is removed. I drop my baggage. I let it go. 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 I let it go.